Hey everybody, welcome to episode 92 of the Is That Normal podcast, and today we're going to talk about vacations. Yes, so summer is basically upon us, uh, school's winding down, and uh, you know that means a lot of families are looking to go on vacation, and yeah. you know, there's, uh, I've got a vacation coming up pretty quick, uh, I know lots of people do, and, and even if you aren't thinking about vacation right now, I strongly encourage you to at least plan some day trips for your family this mm-hmm. summer, because uh, you know, as we try to influence our kids, vacations can be such a great opportunity. Uh, to have deep conversations, to make bonds, to uh, learn what your kids are excited about, to have you know times where you laugh, and just you know making these memories that are going to carry your kids into the future and make family an important part uh, of their story. And so, Randall, what are some of your favorite childhood vacation memories? Yeah, um, you know, for us, we really didn't do a lot of of large large trips. Um, it, it, we, but we did. We did take a few vacations, and and we did a lot of you know day trips and things like that. The the things that stand out to me um, was we just took a trip down into like Northwest Arkansas one year, and it was the first time we'd taken like a multiple day day trip. And you know, of all of the things I look back on, I can remember spe- very specific things about that trip, and just that um, it was one of the few times we really went as a family and and did some some cool stuff and and really had a great time and then we did a lot of camping um and a lot of spent a lot of time on the lake when i was a kid and so so those are those are great memories and things that i really really enjoyed and have carried over into my adult life of of i like to do a lot of those things both because i enjoy them and because there's some nostalgia in them as well wow that's really good you know i I, i'm kind of same thing we didn't take a lot of vacations when i was a kid Uh, my dad took vacation to put up hay and work cattle like that was kind of where life went um but but there are were a couple of big trips we took one um we went to Washington, D.C. I'd won a, an award that I got to go receive in Washington, D.C., and my dad's boss made him take the week off, said, you cannot come into work this week. You have to take your son to this thing. Uh, and so we drove across country to Washington, D.C., and we uh, went through Amish country because my dad loved horses and loved that yeah. kind of culture. And so so he had a really good time, even though that wasn't what he had originally thought he wanted to do. And so, so that was just nice. And, yeah. you know, of all the things that went to Washington, D.C., um, probably the thing I remember the most is just times in the hotel room with my family because we never had ever mm-hmm. done that. We never went and stayed in a hotel together. And I don't know, it was just unique. Yeah. And so I remember some of that. Uh, and then uh, my mom took my sister and I to California to visit family uh, when I, I think I was 11 when we did that. But we rode a Greyhound bus to get there. My mom, <laughs> That's me 11, alone. and that would make my sister like... Five or something like that and oh man that was an adventure so yeah i remember uh, i think we were somewhere in arizona and we had to trade buses and when we got back on the bus we we're the only people who spoke english and that was that was new and uh and then i also remember how hot the bus bathroom was going oh. across the desert like that was yeah a deal like yeah anyway so yeah great greyhound bus <laughs> greyhound bus adventures are their own category of, it was of adventures it was cool yeah <laughs> that's fantastic so so today we're, we're going to talk about some vacation hacks and uh things that to maybe help make it more uh, easy and, and and affordable for for families to to take vacations and um, make those lasting memories well welcome to the is that normal podcast and uh, we uh, here uh, is that normal the podcast uh, we love to <laughs> 
uh, encourage and resource and uh, just invest in uh, parents and concerned adults who are trying to raise teenagers and young adults to follow Jesus, uh, which is one of the hardest things I've ever yeah. done, even though I've been doing it for 20 plus years now. Um, and so, you know, so today we're going to talk about vacations and like give you like some vacation hack <laughs> uh, yeah, sort, of, sort of uh, ideas and, and advice. And that may seem kind of like a little off the track of what we normally do. But but again, we just really believe, I believe that spending time, uh, significant, uninterrupted, un, you know, somewhat unplanned time with your young people is just huge as mm-hmm. far as being voices in their life, learn about who they are, where they're at. Uh, and building that foundation we want for them as a family. And so, uh, so Randall, actually, you know, we, we were inspired to do this episode by another podcast that you follow. So just tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, um, so so Carlos Whitaker is is a guy that I, you and I have both kind of followed for for a long time, and he's he's kind of hard to pigeonhole into to one category because yeah. he's uh, he's done a lot of things. Um, he was a worship leader. Um, he he's a speaker and an author now. Um, he uh, his family is is somewhat famous because of his son when he was young um, was was the star of a viral video um, that that won a People's Choice Award uh, when he learned that he wasn't a single lady. If you if you're not familiar with that video, <laughs> single ladies devastation. Yeah. You should check that out. But uh, we'll link that as well. Yeah. As the... um, but but yeah. So Carlos is is just a really unique guy who's built up this huge social media following. Mm-hmm. Um, that really, you know, kind of documents their life, uh, you know, both from the things he does with speaking and, and preaching and, and things like that, uh, travels the world, and but also just, just his daily family life. His wife kind of, they kind of have their own little home, you know, farm and garden, and his wife has her own account where she talks through, you know, all of the, the growing their own food and things like that. So they're just really... Really interesting to follow, and so one of the things that they do, they have they have a uh, several kids, and so they they do a lot of traveling as a family. And so, as part of his podcast that he does, he brought his wife on, and they they had this whole conversation talking about how you know even um, you know they they're on somewhat of a limited budget with the size of their family of how they kind of plan to take some of these like really incredible vacation and trips that they do uh, like out of the country. Yeah. Yeah, Overseas and and things like that. And and his wife, you know, is, is the one that really um, kind of developed the plan for how they could make this possible um, on, on kind of a shoestring budget. And so they really talked through that. And so it was just an interesting episode to listen to and, and some, some unique ideas. Yeah. And, you know, maybe before we jump into that, just a couple things, you know, uh, cause I really first became aware of him because of his worship leading. Yeah. Um, but then quickly started following his blog that he had back mm-hmm. then. Uh, and, and the thing that really stood out to me and has always stood out to me about Carlos is just how transparent he is and how yeah. real he is. And even though he's kind of this, you know, personality, like he's just shares just how, how he's a very real person who's got really, really, uh, deeply flawed, like all humans yeah. are. And yet how Jesus impacts his life and has yeah. helped him lead his family through challenging things. And, so and, anyway, super cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Uh, really encourage you to check out, uh, other things he's doing, you know, uh, he, where, where I follow him mostly now is Instagram, but mm-hmm. he's also got this podcast. And so we'll put some links to all that out there for people if they want to check Carlos yes. out more. So, so, but yeah, so they did this whole episode on how they travel the world with their kids uh, with what, 
Heather says is actually very little planning. So, uh, so we'll kind of walk through that. But, but so as you listen to that, you know, what were some of the things that stood out to you from from their story? Yeah, it, it really struck me. Uh, one, just uh, one of the big things that that she talked about was that you know they they some of the largest trips they've taken have been you know somewhat unplanned as far as they didn't sit down and say okay this is where we're going to go and this is when we're going to do that. It was really determined by um, you know, opportunities and, and great deals they got on flights or things that kind of popped up at the last minute that they were just, you know, able to take advantage of. And that's one of the things that, that they really shared was that being, you know, being patient and flexible so that when a really, really good deal comes along, you can take advantage of it. Yeah, like one that she pointed out in the episode was uh, because she's got notifications from the airline that mm-hmm. they use, which one they're recommendations is just to pick an airline if you're going to yeah. fly so that you you'll get deals and, and rack up mile mm-hmm. points and so she said so but she gets notifications if a deal comes up and she got this notification like 500 bucks to go to south africa and so she's like hey carlos what do you think and he's like yeah and like so i mean like they jumped on it you know but but it was it's kind of like it was a window of opportunity and they had to yeah. be willing to be flexible to take that so yeah, yeah that was interesting yeah which which, in in addition to that, you know, one of the things they talk about, that that even led into some of the decisions they've made as far as kind of what their home life looks like, mm-hmm. um, homeschooling some homeschooling their kids and, and just kind of the way that they live that, that allows them to have that a little bit of that flexibility to, you know, take off on an international trip maybe when um, a lot of families would have other things that would keep them from being able to do that you know now and the other side of that though is like uh actually when they filmed or uh, did the podcast recorded they were in alaska yeah um but they talked about how they'd wanted to go there really maybe even for decades and but they'd had to wait for the right opportunity to arise because carlos had a speaking engagement Mm -hmm. and you know they're able to tie this all together and so 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 sometimes you get these incredible like i wouldn't have thought to go there and sometimes you have to really wait it out to go do other things yeah Uh, one of the other things they do a lot is travel in the off season and that's Mm -hmm. something even even for us my wife and i have found that we we tend to to do some um is is try to go to places um on non-peak we we took a trip to colorado a few years ago and we got there we went in april um but it was just as the ski season was ending and so like the week we got there was kind of the end of that ski season so most of the people were going home and we got some really great deals on um our lodging and and we still got to enjoy a lot of the the things that that you know the snow and things like that but but it was so much more affordable because of the time of year that we went yeah um, bring, they they talk about bringing your own food. They do they do a lot of kind of planning of how they're going to do meals while while they're there because you know as anybody that's traveled knows that's that's one of your largest expenses and um, you can probably talk to oh, that yes. a little bit what yes. that's like. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that that is always one of the things uh, that we do. And actually, for our family, uh, we we have a when we are on a trip, we usually try to keep to the one meal out a day rule. So Mm -hmm. like, yeah, so we'll plan to eat one meal at a restaurant, uh, but the other two meals we're either going to eat uh, where we're lo- you know lodging mm-hmm. at, or uh, or we're gonna pack food and bring in. I'll, I'll, I will talk some more about that here in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, some other things that they, that they highlighted was, um, and I thought this was interesting. Don't wait for your kids to grow up to take oh, advantage of those yeah. opportunities to make memories while they're young. And and I know for a lot of families, you know that tends to be a deterrent that you think 
that's going to be much more difficult and harder to take your kids at those young ages. But, but I know even for me, those, those things that like that, those special moments, memories that get made at those young ages really tend to stick, stick with you. Well, and I know from personal experience, you know, in the moment, especially for the parents, it might feel like, (laughs) what have we done to ourselves? Right. (laughs) You know, when everything's just imploding, but you know, when you look back, even if you remember the pain, which a lot of times you just remember the joy of what happened, Uh but even if you remember the pain, usually look back and laugh at that. Yes. And, and, and so it's made a memory that you have this common shared story as a family of like, remember that time? Yes. When the, you know, the, we, we had three flat tires and the truck broke and we were on the side of the road eating sandwiches and it was like 122 yes. degrees and like, man, that was awesome. Hey. <laughs> Wasn't t- awesome then. Yeah. <laughs> but, but when you talk to one, like in talking to your kids about their memories of vacations, yeah. those are the stories that they tell <laughs> and they tell them because they're great memories now. At, you know to look back on it yeah. and- my, my kids are always like like excited when we wind up in some sketchy situation yeah. like that's the memory they want like remember when we went to that sketchy gas station <laughs> remember the sketchy bathroom <laughs> remember the sketchy guy who stopped to help us out like yeah that's that's like their favorite vacation hey adjective. those are those are the best so <laughs> yeah and and speaking of, of of sketchy situations you know one of the other things they say is to explore something new and, and try to be around different cultures and and that really is something that um you know, is a new experience and things that are going to be memorable and, and sometimes maybe puts us a little bit outside of our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, but but rarely, rarely do we find we regret that. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I, you know, one of the things they mentioned, he kind of said in that episode, like that was something like if we really want to come back and like say, hey, this is the main point of what we're saying is like mm-hmm. it takes sacrifice to do this. And, yeah. and for them, they've kind of looked at it like a, it's a sacrifice every day. Like we make choices every day to do things differently so we can prepare for these mm-hmm. kind of opportunities. If, if this is something we're committed to, this is what it costs us. And yeah. I, I thought that was really good. And, and we've felt that same tension in yeah, our house as absolutely. well. Yeah. And, and you know, there's, there's tons of um, fe- free festivals and historical places. And a lot of times you can plan a trip around those, you know, where you've got one event that, that is something that's going to not be... Yeah super expensive and then that you know maybe frees you up to to do some other things but if you've got you know you can plan around some of those those really neat free events and and there's there's tons of those things out there yeah and Uh, and man to listen to all the places they've went with their kids it was i mean that was incredible uh i mean like just they just listed off several like they went to london they went to several mm-hmm. places in Africa, and they, they said actually when they asked their kids like, "What's the favorite of all the places they we've went?" Uganda is like oh, unanimously yeah. their, their vote. Uh, you know, they've been to Paris, the Swiss Alps, Germany, Hong Kong, Canada, um, as well as numerous places in the United States uh, that they've taken their kids. So yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, that that's um, and and I believe they went uh, was it Thailand or somewhere here yeah. very very recently because one of their uh, their son was adopted from there and, and mm-hmm. they had the opportunity to go to go back there too. So yeah, yeah they they have uh, they have traveled all over the world. Yeah. Um and and again, you know, we talk about Carlos being a, a speaker and author, but but really, you know, if you look at their lifestyle and how they live, that they're living on a budget just just like yeah. most of us are. Um, yeah. and so everything it's, they're doing they, they was, really have to plan. I think it was the Paris trip maybe they said that because of deals and just different stuff with the airlines that they were able to get, I think it cost them like four hundred bucks for the whole family fly round trip or something like that, which like, is incredible. Yeah, yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, so I really enjoyed their story. Um, I thought it was really uh, good and, and helpful and fun. And like I said, they're real transparent about uh, the bumps and bobbles <laughs> as well as the practical stuff that they yep. give you. Um, and I really saw a lot of things in common with my family, uh, you know, with us uh, having six kids. Um, you know, the, the budget part of that going on vacation has always been a challenge. And you know, mm-hmm. we have... Uh, we have a long time back, you know, began trying to figure out ways to do things um, on an economy, but still get to go have fun because mm-hmm. we're committed to having fun and we're committed yeah. to going on vacation and making memories. But uh, we've had to be really creative in how we've approached that um, as well as that, man, I totally identify with that sacrifice every day thing. Because, yeah. you know, I mean, there's things that, you know, we choose to, to be on budget all the time for. Uh, so that we're able to, to save and create margins so we can do those kind of things on a regular mm-hmm. basis. So, yeah, I really appreciated it. Identified with it very much. Yeah. yeah. So so in 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 your experience with, with your vacations and things like that, what are some of the hacks that you guys have found? Yeah. So so when you're talking to take eight people anywhere, you know, so the number one thing you have to figure out is like, how are we getting there? You yeah. Know, so transportation is a big deal. And uh, um uh, we, we, you know, we just almost never consider flying. Even I know Carlos, they, they've worked that out for us. I, we just, the, the multiplication factor of yeah. our family has made that. So, so we you know, usually look for places that are, are drivable mm-hmm. uh, as well as we've invested in a large vehicle so that we can take our whole family. So yeah. you know, we've got nine seat suburban. So there's eight of us plus my mother-in-law. We have a mother-in-law mm-hmm. seat. So, so, but, but again, when you multiply the number of people, you know, then your transportation cost goes way down because yeah. we're, you know, this is, this is, uh, you know, whatever you're spending, divide that by nine and, you know, right. our transportation values, uh, low. So, and, and we've actually done a few things where we've rented a large vehicle, mm-hmm. um, you know, again, just looking for the economy of, yeah. of that multiplication factor. So, so we've done a lot of math to try to make things work uh, on that. And then lodging is probably the next big deal for us because, um, you know, I remember early on as we got to like three, four kids and we realized we don't fit in a typical hotel room. Yeah. And at that time, there wasn't um, some of the options that there mm-hmm. are now. You know, we did start finding places that were um, suites that you could get some deals. And a lot of times the suites, the hotels that have suites also will offer you like a hot meal yeah. as a part. They're just kind of a different class of hotel. And so you'll either get a dinner or a hot breakfast. And so that took care of a food item yeah. in the cost. And so, so we did that for a while, but, uh, but then we, we moved on to, to, to camper camping and, and that has mm-hmm. really been probably our best value as far as lodging. Um, if you go to state parks anywhere in the country, like you're usually spending 20 something bucks a night, uh, and really well maintained, usually yeah. a beautiful facility as well as usually close to some other really interesting things. And so, yeah. so we've gotten to do that in several places, um, you know, staying in really unique, beautiful parts of that. You know, have done this in Florida several mm-hmm. times, you know, close to attractions. And yet we only spend like 120 bucks on our lodging for all, yeah. you know, eight, nine, 10 of us, however many are there. And, uh, that's that's again multiplication. Yes. It's a, you know it's multiplying that value. Yeah. Uh, but then we've also gotten into um, watching, and it doesn't always work out. But we've used Airbnb several yeah. times, and you know a lot of times I can get a whole house if I'm watching, and maybe not staying in like where it's walking distance to the attraction, mm-hmm. but you know a few minutes drive, yeah. um, and getting it per night or for the whole week, what I can get, you know. Um, 
you know, just just a, ho- you know, a hotel room cost. Well, it's a, a comparable to hotel room yeah. cost. For one hotel, I get a whole house. Yeah, so. we, we've actually gone to, to using Airbnbs quite a yeah. lot um, mm-hmm. with vacations. We're actually going to an event this weekend, and um, I think there's there's going to be several couples staying. And, mm-hmm. and we were able to rent an entire house um you know, with a full kitchen and everything for, for a real comparable rate to what a one single hotel room would yeah. be. And so, you know, then when you split that between, you know, three couples, the, the price money. becomes yeah. really, really yeah. reasonable. And, and in a lot of cases, it's a much better setup and, yeah. and stuff anyway. So yeah. Airbnb has well, been a great and, option. And that's a huge thing. And, and again, that started early on because that's the, kind of the next category is food. Because, uh, yeah. man, if I take my family out to eat... At McDonald's, it cost me like a hundred bucks. Yeah. Like, and so you know, so you can't just do that every meal. And so, right. so early on, we were looking for even with those suites, they'd have a kitchenette, yeah. looking for a place where I can, you know, make a meal. And so again, we have that one meal out a rule, mm-hmm. uh, a, a day rule. So you know, we're trying to do something for breakfast and usually something for dinner and eat lunch out. And uh, so having a kitchen. Uh, and, makes a huge, and all yes. the appliances and all of those things, it makes a huge, huge impact. Um, you know, I know we went to Disney World last summer, and uh, that was, again, one of those things we'd want to do for a long time. Had to save and watch for the right moment, and all the right tumblers mm-hmm. had to fall. We finally were able to do that. But we packed one of our meals every day, and they've got lockers you can rent. Mm-hmm. And so we just bring coolers, and we would bring sandwiches and all that stuff mm-hmm. for us, put it in there. So we'd eat breakfast, go lock our cooler up, go do the park, eat lunch, and then we'd you know, stop and we'd come back and we'd eat uh, our, our locker meal. And then yeah. we were able to go till you know late in the evening that way yeah. and saved a ton of money. So, wow. yeah, so that was great. a really cool way to do that. So, um, you know, And then another thing we've done... Uh, and these are usually for maybe some shorter trips, just a couple, three day or even day trips. It's find places where there's free stuff. Yeah. And we, when we were trying to research that, <coughs> um, we found out that, uh, you know, so many travel guides say St. Louis, you know, for us, yeah. you know, we're in Missouri. St. Louis is the number one best city in the nation for free yeah. stuff for your family. I mean, the zoo's free. Uh, the science center's free. I mean, you can go. Uh, I mean, there's just so many things yeah. to do. And both uh, of those things are like, you can oh, spend full incredible. days there yeah. and they're amazing. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah. So we we, uh, we do a lot of like day or a couple day trips to St. Louis because mm-hmm. that's a short drive for us. Yeah. Um, you know, we, and we've camped, uh, we've pulled our camper and done it. We've mm-hmm. stayed in Airbnbs there and you can do a really, really cheap trip doing that way. So we, we just pay for a little bit of food, a little bit of lodging and the rest, we just enjoy free stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, and we, like we've already kind of talked about, we vacation out of season a lot, uh, cause we like the Whitakers, we, uh, uh, we homeschool. And so that's yeah. given us flexibility for that. Uh, and then we've also, something we think about a lot is like rhythms and routines because, um, you know, we can't do a Disney World trip every year. I mean, we told some of those kids, this may be the only time in your whole life, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but even big trips that going out of state trips, we, we can't probably do that every year. Mm-hmm. So we kind of do, you know, some shorter, smaller, cheaper trips. And then every other year try to maybe take a bigger trip. And so yeah. we just kind of create that rhythm of saving and, and, but it also helps build expectation because mm-hmm. the kids know like, like like this year we're gonna go we're just gonna go down to Table Rock Lake and take a week and camp and yeah. do a lot of free stuff and just just enjoy ourselves and relax. That's gonna not cost us a lot of money, but then that saves us maybe next year we can go something just a little bit further away. Yeah. Um, and so so we, we kind of do those rhythms and expectations. And then this is this is probably the best advice I'm gonna give everybody. <laughs> Always bring like one of those 
ice cream buckets, mm-hmm. and baby wipes. Uh, because really, like kind of another one of our travel rules are we know the trip's going to be okay after the one person who's going to puke on that leg of the trip is puked, and then then we're done with that. We're ready to go, and then we can just go the rest of the way. So yeah, so yes, yeah. <laughs> that, that's that is great advice. So so in all of that, it, that's a lot of it's a lot of work to yeah. to plan for those and yeah, and, and a little chaos to and, go with it. And so you know, like Heather says, they don't plan well. You may not plan in the same way other people are planning, but there's a lot of planning to do yeah, what we're doing. Absolutely, so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, is it worth it? Oh man, totally. You know, we've bonded. We've got the change my spark plugs and piggly wiggly stories. Uh, you know, we laugh, uh, and and you know, we just it, it creates this common story with mm-hmm. your kids that uh, will last their whole life. So, you know, our kids love sharing those stories with others, especially the ones yeah. where <laughs> make me look really, really. Um, unintelligent and uh (laughs) but you know it's brought us closer Mm -hmm. and again it's created the expectation of fun our kids know that we value fun and adventure and that's a big deal to them so it's totally worth it yeah absolutely so as we wrap up today our two takeaways the first is to make a vacation plan and um you know even if it's somewhere local uh maybe maybe a day trip um, there, there's the cool thing about where we live, um, in, in this area of Missouri, there's, there's a ton of great day trips that, that can be done for, for really inexpensively. So, lots of state parks, lots of lakes, lakes lots rivers. of, lots of all sorts yeah. of cool stuff. Yeah. So, so, so start planning, planning so, something like that, um, for, for your family. And the second is to share some of your stories. We, we love great, like Great vacation and great vacation disaster yes, stories. Yes, we, we're all in. Please both are share equally this. entertaining. <laughs> Be, Be abnormal. abnormal.